Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So we've obviously had the Molly May discourse. Oh. Um, but there was one, there was two tweets actually that I just thought it, it, take a special mention. Right. We'll discuss her more in our well, end of month roundup, but... Yeah, and it's my unpopular opinion of the week this week, and it was Molly May related. Well, get ready, girl, okay. because uh, somebody said Molly May. They said Molly May is assistant to the regional manager for Pretty Little Thing like Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's sure. like a made-up position. Okay. Um, and then somebody else called her Fia 500 Furrer. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, I thought you, Furrer. Hello and you're very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. My name's Carla. I'm just looking across the way there and yeah. it looks like your neighbours have fabric, outdoor furniture, damp no? Yeah, a bit damp. Smelly. Bit smelly, bit damp. Yaks. <laughs> Yaks don't like it. <laughs> bit yakky. I mean it looks good. It looks, I mean. But it looks like garden furniture that's damp. I was going to say like on the 15th of January, really? Really damn day. Yeah. I think it might be out there for a while. They could have had a... The ones right across the way have ripping parties all the time. They're Brazilian and I really, really, really would I'd like to go over and party with the them. The music is manky, is it? Yeah. Oh, Dorsey, it's your kind. Love it's your it. kind. I love yeah. it. Manky music. Yeah, beat drop. This week we're talking about celeb breakups. Well, we're talking about famous celeb breakups. Yes. Um, and we've kind of had it on the list for a while. I think that the... Like, I'm obsessed with... Celebrities, celebrity dating, and then when celebrity dating goes wrong, mm-hmm. particularly when they're two, like, you know, like with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, obviously they got engaged this week, but, um, and the prince, beautiful. Lot different. I thought he would have done like a blood diamond, blood dripping out of the well, blood I diamond. Mean, they <laughs> did drink each other's blood afterwards. Yeah, but In the, the ring is very classy. On. The ring is, the ring <laughs> yeah. is very yeah. not on brand for them, yeah. I felt. Yeah. But, um, I love when there's people like, say, Machine Gun Kelly, which a lot of people had. I don't know one of his songs. No. Don't know one. Still no. don't. I know. I knew who he was, but that's only because he had beef with Eminem. Do you know? Uh, yeah, I heard the name being thrown around, but yeah, when I saw him, I just wasn't expecting it. I was like, tall white guy. Like that's absolutely not what I was expecting. No, not at all. No. And then Megan Fox is like the sex symbol of the kind of late. 2000, 2008, yeah. kind of, you know, the 2008s. She's stunning. She's stunning. Um, but them together kind of made them more of a celeb. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the couples that I've picked, that has been the case as well. They became infamous for their coupling. For, for their coupling, yeah. Rather than, they were famous themselves, but this just kind of made them the pinnacle of like pop culture. But hot it's topic. what they, like, it's the definition of power couple, isn't it? It's yeah. The, like that's what mm-hmm. really shoots them up through the, the ranks. But before, we go anywhere we need to chat about our patreon oh we do yeah we're on patreon as well lads we're on patreon so that's five extra episodes every month every month for you guys for six euros um so what we do over there is we do longer episodes than we do on um than we do here we have a bit of a laugh it's a bit more lax we get a bit more deep bit more into it mm-hmm. bit more intimate um and loads of you lovely people have signed up over the past week so thanks mel 
Great to have you. Great to have you. You're having the crack. You're going back on episodes. There's a massive catalogue there. How many episodes have you? Oh, there's over 100. I, lost, I stopped numbering them because it's, I fucked it up a few times last year. And I just, it was like, do you know what? Give myself the self-respect. And I'm just not going to put that pressure on myself. One of the other Patreons that I subscribe to date their episodes. Do they? Yeah, they're like... The dates are on them anyway, though. No, but them on, like, the title. Yeah. So it'll be, like, 15th of the 1st, 2022, and then the topic. And I'm like... Yeah. "Eh, Does it matter? Because sometimes I feel like when you put a date in an episode, it dates it in your head. You're like, I don't want to listen to that. That's two years old. It's ancient. Yeah. Yeah. But it's relevant. It's older than me, ma. (coughs) Yeah, that kind of thing. But it's relevant, you guys. Yeah. (coughs) Now I'm just putting it... It used to be mini-sode, and then, you know, the hashtag, and then the number. And I stopped at, like, 89 or something. Just, just no, ninety it was. Yeah, you were like, I don't even want to see those zero zero. Like, I can't fuck it, especially when I was scheduling them over Christmas because we were doing like two weeks ahead, and then we were going back a week, and it was it fucked me, it fucked me up. And yeah, we won't do that again. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, so the that- link is in the description <coughs> of wherever you listen to your podcast. There's a description on every episode, and the link is there. The link's right there, you guys. Oh, and you can also find Carla's Stomper of the Week on there as well, because somebody, I saw a message coming through saying, where can I find these Stompers? Um, you can find all of our details in our bio. Yes. Yeah. So you can find the link to all of the different platforms that we are on. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a couple of messages. We used to be on YouTube. Oh, stop. Fuck off. I don't know what happened with that. But I don't, and that was something that just kind of automatically happened for us, as in... Um, people that host the podcast and all that other stuff had that figured out but yeah then it stopped then it just stopped and we haven't been able to figure out why it just doesn't yeah. go on to youtube anymore so well, we're hoping to kind of change things up a little bit and have a few visuals in we'll the be doing future. that so we'll sort the youtube out and stuff like that then yeah Do you know to youtube uh yeah so back to celeb breakups breakups so yeah so i tried to pick those infamous couples as ones that we kind of grow up with mm-hmm. um and i'll go for it Who's your first one? My first one are Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Right. See, I know of this couple, and obviously I know... But you don't know anything about them? I don't know anything about them. But you feel like you do? And there was a sex tape. She was on Baywatch. She was like the pin-up. Like, people were obsessed with her. Yeah. Um, Still probably are. And that's kind of all I know about it. Yeah, so uh, Pamela Anderson was... She's Canadian. Mm -hmm. um, And she's an actress. And then Tommy Lee was from the rock band Motley Crue. Didn't matter. Yeah. So, I again, Motley Crue were one of those bands that I'd always heard of, but I didn't know a singular, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ask me another person in Coldplay, couldn't tell you. <laughs> Chris Martin and yeah. the lads. The lads. Yeah. The lads. Yeah. The lads. Um, so, we have, and what I found interesting about this, so I had picked, we were supposed to record this episode two weeks ago, mm. and I had picked them already. Um, but since then, since doing, like, my research or whatever else like this, I hadn't realised that they have a new series coming out. <clears throat> Not them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hulu, so it'll be on Disney Plus over here sometime in February. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hulu are doing a documentary called Pam and Tommy. Um, Lily James is Pamela Anderson. I can't remember the guy that's playing. Sebastian Stan is playing Tommy Lee. These are like, oh, I don't I really. Oh, I thought it was like a reality <clears throat> series. No, and Seth Rogen did... is um, in it as well. And he's the guy who, I'll tell you who he plays. Seth Rogen is this the yeah. not a oh, fuck off is it I like Seth Rogen yeah oh, I think he's good no, I think he's just he's another he's grand you can tolerate him but he's another Adam Sandler he's just the same fucking person in every movie and he get have you ever seen a stand up lot of dick jokes oh yeah just, that's very his personality though that's very talking him. about weed and dicks that's all he does yeah well yeah that's kind of what all he does like. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they were kind of like the 90s it couple. I didn't realise how short a time period that they were together. That's the, I th- had that kind of feeling, yeah. I was like... This... I thought they were together years and years. Now, yeah. they've been in and out of each other's life for years, I yeah. think. Um, are there any kids? Yeah, so I'll get on to right, them because okay. they are adults now. Yeah, they, yeah. That's, I knew there yeah. was a kid involved, like at least one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they got together. They met New Year's Eve 94, right? <sighs> um so how Pamela Anderson kind of rose to fame, she was a playmate before she was an actress. I didn't know this. I thought it came, I thought playmate after she was an actress, you know? Yeah. No, she was a playmate before she was an actress. I thought she was like an honorary playmate because no. she was an actress. She's had the most amount of covers. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that now. Yeah, so she was in Playboy. Um, she kind of had bit parts. She had, um, she was in two seasons of... Oh God, I can't remember. It was an American sitcom. And then she did Baywatch, which was what she was obviously yeah, famous yeah. for. She stayed in Baywatch longer than a lot of people. I think it was like seven seasons, mm-hmm. five to seven seasons. Um, but that was kind of people watch Baywatch to watch. To watch Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson yeah. run around in the, in the red in the red swimsuit. Yeah. yeah. Um, the swimming talks. Yeah. I thought it was, <laughs> she is, um, she is part Finnish. Is she? So you get the blonde, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get that whole bottle blonde situation. But, um, yeah, so she was um, playmate, and then he was the drummer out of Modley Crew. He wasn't even the main guy. Not even the main guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, you weren't even the go-you guy. Um, yeah, so they met in 94, New Year's Eve. He came up to her, grabbed her, and licked her face. Oh, God. So this is, again, very Machine Gun Kelly. I was going to say, you, sm- you smell like weed. I am weed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gone, flittered away. Flittered yeah. away in a puff of smoke. So she wasn't initially into it at all. Would like, you? she was kind of like, okay, cool, this guy's, you know, he's a rock. And this was, I think this was, we'll go through it, but it's such a, like, the toxic masculinity bang off, you know, the way that their relationship was reported and everything about it. Absolutely, because I was know? going to say, like, she was so known for just being plastic. Yeah. Wasn't and she? She just had a boob job. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a boob job. I think she had, like, we'll get into that in a bit. But, yeah, she was just, everybody was like, oh, she's that, like, oh, she's, she's that trampy blonde. Yeah. I was like, hmm. But looking back, I remember not understanding everybody else's fast. No, I was very young. But I remember being like, I don't really get it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand the fascination that everybody had. Because I was like, she does look really fake. No. She got two boob jobs. I remember she went up to a D and then she went up to a double D from mm. the D. And people were like, oh my God, so many, so many boob jobs. She's so plastic. She's yeah. had. But then it was the 90s, so. Been under the knife so much. Yeah, it was so new as well. And yeah. So, like, especially to Irish people, it would have been very foreign of. Yeah, very American. <laughs> very American. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so she wasn't, she was kind of like a bit like, meh, don't really, don't really love it. Um, They eventually connected via telephone a month later as she was preparing to fly to Cancun. Right. This is where This is I hate this part Right So He was kind of like Oh you're going to Cancun Without me And she was like Yeah I met you once mm-hmm. like, Yeah One time at a party You licked my face I wasn't even trying to Like score you I was trying to score your mate You know what I mean I was Yeah Trying to get with yeah. the lead singer You literally came up And violated my face Yeah And I didn't really Don't appreciate it So uh, She was like Please don't come here She's <laughs> 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 like uh-huh. Don't come here. Yeah, uh, and he didn't take no for an answer. Ah, uh, fuck off. So he ended the phone call being like, "See you later," and she was like, "That's so weird." Um, 
And then he said he's described his actions as comparable to stalking. I called the hotel every five minutes until they began to pity me. I left messages at her pad at her friend's houses everywhere. I was hunting her down like a little fucking stalker. Okay. It's like, do you remember that film Borat where he was fucking obsessed? <laughs> he was obsessed with Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. He's like trying to get to her and yeah. stuff like that. It was bizarre but that's <laughs> he probably took inspiration more on the borat fallout later <laughs> oh okay. okay uh so yeah so this is what i find a bit like oh god this was really where i went so he ends he goes to cancun as we are aware they they known each other two months at this point maybe mm. new year's eve so this is february he flies to cancun so maybe six weeks what's the weather like in cancun of a february oh very hot is it yeah <sighs> fabulous you wouldn't be having damn fucking exterior wouldn't furniture have, over there. You wouldn't have damn furniture on the balcony. Be the sweat. Yeah. That's why it'd be damn. Um, so, after 72 hours of partying, string bikini contest included, they, or uh, Tommy proposed and the pair were married uh, the next day. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. And they just grabbed a load of pals, stalled it to the beach and got married. Right. After, you know. I, th- I remember this. Three yeah, days yeah. part. And everybody was like, whoa, my God, so celebrity. Mm, yeah. And I feel like she was like the the start of these crazy marriages, you know. She pro- she definitely wasn't Liza Minnelli's there, but she was like one of the stars. She's the uh, one of the OGs, yeah. yeah, one of the OGs of this kind of like get married, take it back, get yeah. married, get um, an annulment. Yeah. So they, yeah. So they just got married. That was all good and well. And then that same around that same month. So this was February. Mm-hmm. Their sex tape was stolen by their electrician. So on their Cancun trip, they made their sex tape. Right. And everybody who has seen it has said it's not made like a sex tape. It's made very much for their enjoyment. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think that was one of the big marketing things was like, it's so intimate. Okay. Like you can totally tell it's just a very private mm-hmm. kind of situation experience. So I know now sex tapes are looked at differently versus how they were back then but this was the 90s like you had to order this thing and wait for it like you had to pay like 70 dollars order it and then wait for it to be sent out to your postal address do you know yeah yeah there was a lot of money to be made okay still is um so yeah so their electrician his name's rand gothier gothier yeah um he worked for them he was their electrician that's who seth rogan plays in pam and tommy okay so he was working for them he said one day they just kind of fired him this is right. his take on things. Okay. Um, so he said in 2014, uh, he would have never stolen anything, but after Tommy told him to get the fuck off my property, that motivated him to plot and carry out a burglary to steal from the couple's safe in their garage, which contained uh, Tommy's guns, Pamela's jewellery, and a video of the couple's intimate moments made during their honeymoon. So, like, they'd never intended no. this to get out. That's that's it the thing. It was in a safe. In a safe. Yeah. Like, they had the... The good thought to put it even in a safe. Yeah, that was yeah. me. I'd be like, put it in me gaff. Yeah, exactly. No, this was in the safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the sex safe was then leaked and quickly distributed. Um, although an initial police report was filed again and a 10 million lawsuit was launched against him and others, they were unable to prevent the online distribution. Yeah. So this kind of happens a lot. It happened, I think, with Paris and Kim. And I, th- I think it's a bit of a tricky one because once it's out there, it's out there. So you can either try and fight this long legal lengthy battle mm-hmm. or you can kind of try and come to a, an agreement with the distribution where you profit off it yeah and i don't think like revenge born and you know not to be encouraged not to be encouraged but all like and obviously a lot of this stuff isn't 
revenge porn, but some mm-hmm. of it has been. Um, but I think there's been a lot of people's difficulty in accepting that narrative. Where it's like, well, well, she made money off it. Well, what else was she supposed to do? Yeah. Just like sit there and watch everybody else watch her ride? Like, yeah, I would have yeah. done the same. Mm-hmm. I think at that point when you're, you don't really have a ton of options. It's yeah. the best option to go for. And I remember Kim Kardashian, when she had her sex tape leaked, I was very like, when I'd heard that she had made money off it, that's the automatic thing, isn't it? it you don't is, think yeah. of the reasons behind it. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, well, she she didn't mind that. She probably did just get famous. I don't think anybody wants that. No, no, no. Because so, yeah, yeah. it takes a fucking long time to come back from that. Even, like, especially around blokes, if you mention the word Kim Kardashian. It's not on sex sex tape. That's all you fucking hear. All they say. And it's still, like, years later, after all that she's done, still. sex tape. Um, So they finally settled It was undisclosed What they settled for In 2002 So it took like Five years to actually get Yeah It all Like I've I've seen snippets of The start of it None of the Mm. actual horniness in it But just the start And you can tell They're like He's like videoing her And she's like Oh get away You know like it's cute Yeah it's real like Oh stop that It's like he was filming Their whole thing And then he was like Oh Let's go and fuck, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? It's so weird. Not not that it's so weird. It's actually very normal. Uh, Any of the sex tapes from any of the celebs, like they're readily available still today, and I just I can't watch them. I'm like, no, I'll. Oh, I've seen a few. Our respect. I'm not gonna do that. I just don't watch them over the years. Have you? Yeah. My curiosity has just never gotten the better of me in that sense. I'm Do just people like, ever nah. like put them on at parties or any of that? I feel like I had a totally do. I've said this to a few people. I'm like, was nobody else subjected to the amount of porn that I was subjected to? I, I used know. to get like that shit like shoved in my face really? at like parties, yeah, or on someone's phone or get video sent. No. Yeah. Oh, we've talked about the difference. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hang out with blokes that went to an all boys <laughs> school, and you will. <laughs> You will get some perverted things. Um, So yeah, so it was leaked, distributed, whatever. They sued the entertainment group who distributed it. But then obviously the settlement came. So that was all well and good. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, if you think about it, they met New Year's Eve 94. So let's say they met in 95. This had all happened in 95. Fuck. So the tape being recorded, stolen and leaked. In 95. In 95. So they settled in 2005? 2002. Oh, 2002. Yeah. Yes, because <coughs> they only sued in 97. Because if you think about like how long it would figure out, like all the time it would take yeah, to kind of do these things. Yeah, the legal proceedings. Well, a fucking solicitor's trying to start out probate if that and got to do it. I could only imagine. <laughs> so in the, mean, in the meantime, they've had two kids. Yeah. So in June 96, they had Brandon Thomas Lee. And then in December 97, they have Dylan Jagger Lee, which I think are two very normal names. Yeah. Brandon and Dylan. Yes. Um, so they become parents together when they welcome their sons, Brandon and Dylan. However, this is where it gets sticky. He says it was the beginning and the end of the relationship because all of a sudden he was in third place. Ah, uh, fuck off, Tommy Lee. So he was like, it was baby number one, baby number two, and then ba- and then me. And he said he could never deal with it. He was like, I was dropped down to number three. I was full on non-existent. I could not deal with that. Um, and this is when then he kind of essentially starts to abuse her. I was gonna say there yeah. was abuse. There was abuse, there? Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. abuse. God bless her. She's had a rough hell time with men. Right. She was raped as a teenager. Um, she's had 
countless amounts of like sexual assaults have happened to her when she was growing up mm. like god bless her she hasn't had a good old time she's been married five times mm. um another famous marriage was kid rock who was straight after That's who yeah, I was straight after of. tommy lee yeah yeah, kid yeah. Rock, yeah um and she miscarried with him which is really oh, sad because no. she's if you see her so i watched the hills the return to the hills you know the yeah. new one it's called new beginnings and um, brandon lee is in it and he oh. talks a lot about like his relationship he's 24 now Okay. Um, he's gorgeous he? Her kids are fucking unbelievable They're both models and actors yeah. And they are so hot Right Like they're so attractive um, But he's sober now He went through a really tumultuous time as a teenager he, His dad's not really in his life They totally disconnected And then they're now kind of getting mm. Back to trying to, to know each other But he He has kind of seen his dad over the years because Pamela and Tommy have kind of been in each other's life since. Yeah. There's been a couple of times where they've tried to get back together and all that other kind of crack. Um, and they've both admitted to having sex numerous times in right. between splitting up. But yeah, so he, first time, or first time he was recorded attacking her was uh, when she was holding their newborn son, Dylan. That was in May 98. So this baby was five months old. Jesus yeah. Christ. He was charged with felony spousal abuse. He was he had he was ordered to serve a six month term in prison. He pleaded no contest to charges that he kicked her several times while she held the baby. Oh for fuck's yeah. sake. So his original three year state prison sentence was suspended based on terms of his probation, during which he was to avoid drugs and alcohol, seek anger management counselling. He had to do two hundred hours of community service, donate five thousand to a battered women's shelter, and then stay at least a hundred yards away from Pamela. So <clears throat> she went to the courts outside. She was like, I'm really proud of him for taking responsibility, all that other kind of stuff. Um, then in 2012, so this is her reflecting. She said, Tommy physically attacked me with a complete disregard for my safety. And more importantly, for the safety of the children, Tommy kicked me violently in the back several times and in the buttocks. He was completely out of control. So in May 98, she then files for a divorce. All right. So within days of the attack, she filed for a divorce. Um, but then by 99, they hadn't divorced and there was, there was kind of rumors that they were going to stay together. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was, they, they ended up divorcing, but then by June, 2008, they get back together. Right. So there's a good bit of time. So she has been married th twice since. So she married Kid Rock which we know a little bit about, that didn't last that long. And then uh, she got married to Rick Solomon, who was the other, who was the guy in Paris Hilton's sex video. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's a poker player. That's how he's like famous. Right. But, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Mad. Mad correlation. Yeah. So um, they get back in 2008. They say, we've only given it a try 800 times. Let's go for 801. Despite the best efforts, they broke down quickly. They went their separate ways for the final time in 2010. So everything kind of seemed like she hadn't done a lot, of, a ton of negative press. It's gone very sour since. Mm. But she was always kind of very much like, that's the love of my life. It's the father of my kids. Yeah, like love and all that other kind of stuff. So, and even in 2015, she did an interview where she was like, there was Tommy and then there was nobody else. He was the love of my life. We had wild and crazy beginnings. It was too much for both of us. Yeah. To like 2008, she kind of flips the tide a little bit. Um, and that's when Brandon, he was 21 at the time, but that's when him and his dad got into an actual altercation. Right. And around that time, she wrote a blog 
She titled it Alcoholism is the Devil, which she wrote, Nobody understands the lifetime of disappointment this man has brought to our family, consistently the centre of sadness, drama and confusion, jealous of his son's talent and beauty from the day that they were born. He's sick, the definition of narcissist and sociopath. It's terrible and unfortunately he's made this private matter very public. I've always tried to only set the record straight. Um, trying to paint him as not a bad guy. So she kind of admits that she tried to be like, no, he's cool. He's cool. He's, tell me now he's cool. Yeah, yeah. Now he's a boss. She probably didn't want all the fucking drama. Yeah. Like there was enough going on. And I will say about Pamela Anderson, she lives a really low key life. Yeah. She lives in Paris now. Um, on that TV show, she's very like, and the way that her sons talk about her. Yeah. Like they're obsessed with their mum. Yeah. Do you know, they're like, oh, oh our so mum was nice. the best thing ever. Like, and she's really kind of like. She is a really good mother. Like, Jesus Christ, most mothers are yeah. really good mothers. But like, you know, when you think of Pamela Anderson, it's like that her whole Her and her thing. babies. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I remember her and her babies you, all yeah. the time. Like For somebody like, who is like well known for a sex tape and for the plastic yeah. surgery and for being a playmate and yeah. for being this sex symbol and most fucking misogynistic men around the time would have just called her Trump. Yeah. She is... One of the most maternal and yeah. you get the vo- yeah you oh, get yeah, that real lovely, yeah. like you, know? you get that real like caring vibe yeah. from her yeah and obviously she's done a ton of work with Peta yeah, yeah and all that other kind of stuff so 2021 they remarry to other people so now this is kind of like they're saying they finally split she's been married as I said a good few times she married her man Rick Solomon twice okay so she's right. yeah so she married him twice mm-hmm. um. A bit indecisive when it comes to men, I think. Yeah, and I think she's kind of said that a good bit where she's like, yeah. Yeah. Then. Um, I think that's just an underline. And then even when the way she was trying to kind of make it sound like, oh no, everything with Tommy Lee was grand. And then she kind of turned the tide a bit. It's That's just growing and learning, isn't it? Like yeah. and starting to recognise the trauma that was put onto you and... Then being yeah. like, actually, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, and it's tough because it kind of, like, she just got married again on New Year's Eve. Just gone. Right, okay. To uh, her bodyguard. So she is now married again. She's moved back to Canada. She was living in Paris for a very long time, but she's moved back to Canada now. Um, He's on his fourth marriage. They had no input in Pam and Tommy, and they hate that it's being made. Oh. Yeah, so uh, a representative from Pamela told us Pamela has no intention of watching this god-awful show Absolutely not, never She's heard of the actors playing her or Tommy She doesn't care to know them Her and her family think that the show is a cheap knockoff Wow Yeah, so they had no input in the series They're not happy that it's being made Um. Yeah, that's kind of like That's kind of the situation there But look They have a mad L life yeah, they've had a mad old life, and I feel like the, a lot of the times I was reading a different article about them, and it was when the sex tape leaked, it kind of very much put her in a box of that trampy blonde young, yeah, one, and him in a box of being an absolute rock star. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? Like, like it was very much the narrative was like he is, oh, he is so fucking Motley Crew, he's rock on, he's punk, he is everything, and it was very much like and the trampy brute. That's just fucking... Whether it's like, obviously we know now all the stuff that happened would not fly. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, so. Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah. Want to hear mine? Yeah. I'm just going to talk about Tom Cruise in general. Oh God, yeah. Fucking hell. He... Yeah. So. I have thoughts. (laughs) He... Well, see, when I went to look up Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, because I was like, this is like... It was one of those, because remember he did the Oprah interview where he was jumping up on the couch and declaring his love for her and all that sort of stuff. 
And I was like, that was a bit of a weird one. Um, and obviously they have Sori now and she's like 17 now. And She's no relationship um, with him, yeah? Uh, it's a bit, it's a weird one. So I'll get into it. They, when I went down the rabbit hole, there's actually not much that Katie has said about Tom Cruise. They're kind of low-key. I'd say she's terrified, yeah. She, no, I'd say... Church yeah. of Scientology, I'd say she's terrified. Yes. <laughs> well, you see, there was a Vanity Fair, it was, and all of the history is in this one Vanity Fair article, which I'll share in the description of the show so you can read it for yourself. It's a fucking lengthy read. But it goes through a kind of timeline of all the mad shit that happened with Tom Cruise and his, and his lady friends. So... He joined Scientology in 1986, which I didn't realise. I didn't realise he was that OG. I thought he was more of a new age. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just kind of like a trend that that he jumped on. No, he was like, there was a a couple of people, well, like notable people at the very start of it, like Ron L. Hubbard. um, And then like there's a fella called Dave Miscavige, I think it's, it's pronounced, who when Hubbard died, he actually like, took over and he was the leader of it then and then he met Tom Cruise and because Tom Cruise was like up and coming actor it was like let's get the up and comer actor in yeah Yeah, because it'll you know get people to convert to Scientology now a bit of background on Scientology it's they claim to be this like spiritual thing and but like there's there's mad shit that happens within it so you, they do auditing, which yeah. is basically like confession, but they hook you up to a machine to make sure that you're not lying. And they'll ask you questions about certain things in your life or like everything, <laughs> like what tooth did you brush that morning? What very, very, very intense, and they call it auditing, like fucking interviews. And if something spikes, it's they're, ba- they're brainwashing people, basically. Um, but Tom Cruise was with... Got, like he was with Nicole Kidman and everybody remembers that fucking infamous picture of her coming out after getting the divorce with her hands up in the air. Yeah. She's like, yes. Yeah. So she, Scientology and the church and all that kind of, like everybody involved thought that she was suppressive persons. That's what they call it, an SP, a uh, suppressive person. And they're, they're not obviously into Scientology, so they're, they were... They were there was like shit going on with your man. He was very fucking involved in their Dave Miscavige. They, he was very involved with the relationship itself. Yeah, so that's how they do things. So I've yeah. done the um, questionnaire to apply to the yeah, church. You did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's they're very like there's we could do a whole episode on it because oh, yeah. it's like it's such a mad. And Leah Remini obviously did the docu series on it. Mm. If anybody else wants to know more about that, she did a very kind of. It destroyed her life and she kind of came out and yeah, said all yeah. the different ways. But they're very into your money, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do with your life, <laughs> which yeah. most religions are. But these in particular focus on wealth. They focus on wealth and they focus on... Profile. Profile. So <laughs> there was this. There was a stage, right? So he had just separated from Nicole Kidman and they had adopted two kids together. Yeah. Um, they were together for 10 years, but then she just kind of distanced herself from it. It was too fucking intense. Your man, Dave... Far too much into their relationship, relationship, but more so on Tom's side with the whole auditing thing, and I would imagine general manipulation of him turning against Nicole, yeah, and being like, "You're not good enough for me," you know that kind yeah. of. No, oh, Tom Cruise, he's just a bit fucking mad. Like, um, so there was that, and then 
his kids, like, he kind of, he, he got custody. Yeah. So he was shown that, like, they were getting shown videos on how to be, like, the perfect Scientologist and stuff like that. And then they kind of turned against their mom. Now, it's all it's all different now. Yeah. But at the time, it was, like, it was a terrifying situation for her to be in. Yeah. It was just fucking bizarre. But then it was like, okay, so we have Tom Cruise, but he's obsessed that he doesn't have a girl. Because he, like, showed up at some fucking ribbon cutting at a new um, Scientology centre. Yeah. And he had said something... In passing, I think twice to one of the leaders, and he was like, "Oh, I can't. My sister can't even get me a girlfriend." You know, like he was really wanted to be with somebody. So they started auditioning people without them knowing. It's called celebrity yachting. It's it's crazy, fucking mad. So there was this woman. Let me get her name. It's I'm gonna fucking butcher it. Um, she is of Iranian descent from London. Her mother is a devout Scientologist. Oh, great. And she was a Scientologist. And she's also, like, a PhD in religious fucking... It, it, for the religion that she was into, I, it baffles me that she was in such a knowledgeable position yeah. when it comes to psychology of religions and stuff like that, that, yeah. that she was still a fucking Scientologist. Weird. Anyway, they had said to her... That they were doing because, like, they have their own film studios. They have their own. They have their own world essentially. Um, but they had said to her, they got in touch with her, and they were like, um, "Oh, we have this project. It's a Scientology project that's coming up." And they interviewed her for fucking months, like, yeah. And based off the answers, they were like, "Yeah, no, <coughs> she could be. She could be good for Tom. She could oh. be good for Tom." So they flew her over uh, to New York. It was and just put her on in a fucking room. And Tom Cruise showed up, and he was like, "Hi, hi, I'm Tom Cruise." And she was like, this is very fucking mad. This is a bit mental. Whirlwind couple of days, like, brought her here, there and everywhere. They were shown publicly. They were pictured, holding hands. Very, very, like... Very press, very PR couple. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she was like, yeah, this is grand. Uh, this is a bit weird, but it's grand. It ended very abruptly, very quickly, because it was like, okay, she's not what we thought she was, you know, like this didn't really work out in our favour or anything like that. Um, so it then, like the process started again. I think it was with one or two other people, same thing happened and then he ended up getting <coughs> Katie Holmes. Okay. Um, but she was... Who found her? Or did she find she, him? She... So it just, it's not very clear how they met. Okay. They met in 2005 and it was like, apparently got to do with Mission Impossible 3. I don't know, was it red carpet and a war yeah. term? Something something, they, in, yeah. in, a, in a way. Yeah. A, a mutual actor. <coughs> yeah. uh, she had been engaged that year, but it was called off. Um, and it was very quick. Again, it was like a couple uh, of months later, I'm converting to Scientology. They were everywhere. Yeah. I just remember them being on blast. I co- you couldn't look at a magazine without them being featured. Yeah. Uh, and then it wasn't too long after that story was born and the whole marriage thing came. Like, it was just... Quick. It was quick. And, like, that she hasn't really delved into much after. I'd say she's terrified to. Yeah. Those Scientologists are scary. Oh, well, I can't stress to you enough. It is a good read. It's long. The Vanity Fair article, but it's coming from sources that worked very closely with yeah. them. And I will say... Now, I mean... There could be a lot of people that broke out from Scientology and they have fucking had a very sad demise or whatever. Yeah. Like, But as far as I can make out, the people who are passing, like Leah Remini, like 
you get over and you can tell your story and you're not like hunted down or you don't go missing around like that you can't you know there is yeah. a, a whole thing of getting out and, and like obviously Scientology fucking disputes every single claim that's made against them yeah. like do you remember that um that rumour that was going around when she was having sorry that Tom Cruise wouldn't let her scream well see they do have weird like you're not like obviously another famous couple would be John Travolta and his wife Kelly Preston yeah um but one of the things is that you can't seek treatment Yes. So, like, yes. his son unfortunately died mm. having an epileptic fit. His wife, she died of cancer, but you're not allowed to have treatment. It's, like, one of the things that you're... Yeah. There's certain <coughs> times for it. Like, that girl, um, that Tom Cruise, the one that got auditioned, uh, Ron Idy is her surname. I, or her, I don't want to butcher her first name. Um, she, they were, like, ice skating. They rented out the Rockefeller ice rink. Cute. And she fell and was bruised and they wouldn't allow her to even, like, they they just put her in a room and told her to rest. Oh. It was just, yeah, it, it's very strange. Like, I think, I knew magic a bit, I knew Tom Cruise was off his rocker and I knew he was questionable. Yeah. But after reading that, I'm like, oh. why is anybody supporting this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Because Adam watches... Ghost Protocol and fucking all these <laughs> yeah. like all these movies like John Reacher and stuff like that and he, they are action packed and all that kind of stuff and they are an escape but I'm kind of like I don't really want to ever entertain that again I just don't want to fucking support him yeah he's ruined the lives of a good few women with his fucking beliefs and yeah. I think a lot of people would be in agreement that Scientology is just a fucking mad concept and there's no real need for very American it's very very American, yeah, yeah. Um, but like that, a lot of people, like sources, say that the divorce and the breakup came about just for Sori's like benefit, benefit, yeah, to get away from Scientology. <coughs> now, she is now, I again, Scientology disputes this, but she will be regarded as a suppressed person, and nobody in Scientology are you're basically cut off, yeah. From, they do that. Yeah, so anybody who is not in line with your beliefs or whatever. Um, there's something about, like, Tom Cruise is still... He's the exception in that he's still allowed to have contact with Suri and Kay. Because he's a famous person and he promotes Scientology. So why wouldn't he be the exception? It's just... it's I don't know. Like, other people have been cut off for less. Yeah. And But it is... They allowed. have, like, a tiering system. Yeah. And it's all how, like, you are seen in the church. It depends on how much money you make. Oh, yeah. And how it's much like money. fucking karate black belts. Like, yeah. it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> you have to work your way up. And it's all to do with wealth. So it's like how much... But they essentially own a portion of your wealth as well. Oh, yeah. So that's how the church works. Yeah. And it's very much like... And in the... um the application forms they ask consistently about like how you view money how much money you would have how much money you would feel comfortable donating and mm-hmm. they'll like make a decision but they like they like called us a lot Did they? yeah because like we knew like we were just kind of put that it's Different a really effect. long fucking thing it's like an hour it takes an hour to do it's like fucking applying for a hse job yeah that's what i mean you were like oh god um no. Like we thought, what we thought was a bit of crack. We were there for a fucking hour in this classroom. So fucking weird. What was it like? Live video? What do you mean, like? Oh, so like we. Oh, you physically went. You were in America for this. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we were in the Scientology Center in LA, which is like their home. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely tapped. The whole thing's tapped. Yeah, yeah. We just thought that this would be good crack, but the vibes are like you do. Like we were 
real freaked out. Yeah. Like even the day that we got there, we were like, oh. I don't know about this. Yeah, we were like, oh, this is icky. Yeah. Something icky about this. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that is, I would just say, if you're in LA. <laughs> if you're looking to pass the time. If you're looking to pass the you're time. You're a bit homeless. You know, you have to be checked out at the hotel and you're waiting on your flight. Yeah. And they're good eight hours apart. Yeah. Go and take, you know, don't, pass don't an hour. see what the crack is. <laughs> they will be weird. Um, and you will just have to accept it. Oh, stop. So yeah, so that is what I will say about that. But obviously, Leela Ramney has had, you know, she's done documentaries mm. about it. And there's been plenty of other people who have come out against the church. Um, Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, it's weird. He's obviously still in contact with him and it's amicable. Like, you know, it's fine. But Katie Holmes, just keeping to herself. Sorry, is stunning. I heard, and I saw it in an article, or maybe it was on a podcast or something, talking about celebs. I heard that Sari has no relationship with Tom Cruise. I think they haven't spoken in years, like, and I think they're both quite happy with that arrangement. This, well, now, again, this article, I'm sure there's a, there's much to be updated. That This was obviously looking at the history of yeah. it, and it was written around the time that they broke up. Um, it could, they could. At the time, it was like Tom Cruise was still very much gone. No, everybody, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Ross I see, sorry. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing, but it's not. Like, it could have been updated since then, but, like, the, the whole history of it was just, I don't know. Very strange. I do remember at the time, everybody was like, there's something up with that, but I don't know what it is. And yeah. It's fine. I, yeah. Like, and then, do you remember when she had the baby and they called her sorry? Everybody yeah. freaked out. And everyone like, was like, oh, <laughs> what is that name? Stay on it. Sounds like so rich. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, Stormy. Stormy. And Stormy. Northwest just floating around. <laughs> yeah. Just doing their thing. Uh, so, yeah. We will revisit this, I think, this topic, because... We're after reaching our time. We have indeed. And I'm raging because I have a really good one. We will continue this, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. We we'll do a few parts. We'll do, just dip it in every now and again. Yeah. Dip Berlin. Dip Berlin. Dip Berlin. Uh, I have an unpopular opinion of the week. My unpopular opinion, and let me get me point out before you start arguing with me. I don't think Molly May deserved the amount of shit that she was given. Um, no, she didn't deserve the amount of shit that she was given. But I think what is important is that <laughs> I know it's your unpopular opinion. I got a lot to say. <laughs> I got a lot to say on this one. No, I don't think she should have gotten the the level of. Mm. Abuse that she got Because I'm sure Like the funny stuff That we saw Which is kind of light hearted Like the Fiat 500 for her yeah. And all that other kind of stuff Which is More of the light hearted tweets Was obviously Backed up by probably A lot of people Sending her death threats And oh, yeah. fucking abuse Absolutely. But which, that's I think The whole situation Because You're talking about A young woman Who has been handed Life on a plate Yeah Right It's all she knows but she doesn't recognise it, Jen, and that's the issue. I know she doesn't recognise it, but it's all she knows. And she will learn. She will. It's just, I feel like it's it's unfortunate that it has to take, like the, like that, the death threats for her to be able, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just, she was like, we all had the same 24 hours as in the day as Beyonce. She was trying to be inspirational. This should have been memeable at best. Like, there shouldn't have been the amount of fucking scrutiny that she got. People, I think, 
are just gone a bit too fucking sensitive. And I do, yes, it came from a place of privilege and we all know that privilege exists and we all know that there's still a lot of ignorance when it, we've done an episode about privilege. Mm. But I just think it, when a young girl, when it's all she knows, I'm just like, lay the fuck off her. She's not going to read your message anyway, do you know? No, and I like I think the reason why this happened was it was a backup to the pretty little thing announcement. And I feel like the reason why Molly May divides people and why people get so amped up about it is because she is a classic like example of many privileges and mm. um she has said a lot of classes things before. Now, I'm sure we've all said classes things mm. from time to time. That's fine. She's a celebrity. Obviously, she's under more scrutiny, all that other yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But I think the issue was, it was this article on top of the Pretty Little Thing deal. And the Pretty Little Thing deal, I don't feel like, blew up for people enough. So this is kind of like their perfect catalyst to kind of re, um, like reinforce the idea that this whole, that this is fucked, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, she got 600 grand for the Pretty Little Thing deal. Pretty Little Thing are known to pay their workers £3.80. There has been, yes. you know, countless, countless stories against their mm. their um, company, you know, child labour, slave labour, all this other mad stuff that they've just not really mm-hmm. um, addressed, nor has she. So, as, on that as well, because obviously a load of shit comes out of the woodwork when something like this happens, and a video came up before being in the factory. Yeah. And she was like, I'm on there like 2 to 10, or what is it, what is it, the 1 to... And I think she was about to say nine and whoever was behind the camera said, no, it's one to one. And she was like, oh, 12 hours. It's a 12 hour shift. <laughs> and she was in shock. Now. <laughs> Sorry. I, this. Oh my God. It's just, what? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a moment of realisation for her. <laughs> and obviously that was very fucking memeable. Like it's it, ridiculous. The, even the ignorance towards that. And it, the whole fast fashion thing. And it's very tone deaf. It, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I do agree that it is tone deaf. But who's to say that she won't turn around behind closed doors? She's obviously not going to fucking blast Pretty Little Thing. She's their creative director. Well, quote unquote, creative director. She's not going to put them on blast publicly. But who's to say that she's not behind the scenes going, this ain't fucking right. And trying to make a difference. Because she took the deal with the knowledge. I don't know if she took the deal with the knowledge. I think she got overexcited. She, like, you could see her shock in that video. She didn't fucking know that people do 12-hour shifts. And yes, it's ignorant. But she's a very, like, at the tip of it all, an ignorant person. She's living in a fucking bubble. Do you know? Yeah, look. I think I, just give her the benefit of the doubt and know that she's not that bright. She still has a shit ton to learn. She's very young. She's after been thrown into the fucking position of what most people at the age of 50 still haven't achieved. Do you know? I just think it's a lot to put on a fucking social media influencer who hasn't really got a clue. Yeah, no, it is. But I think, I think on the background of that, why is she given the platform that she is? Why was she on Stephen's book? You know what I mean? It yeah, was like, oh, yeah. the, there's a lot. Oh, it's, yeah. There's complex. a lot behind it where you're kind yeah, of yeah. like, she has a massive PR team behind her. She admits in the interview that she always gets into trouble because she always says something wrong. <laughs> you see, this is what my thing was. I was like, ah, bless her. Because when she was saying that, uh, what I said was incorrect, but it's not. It is correct. We do have 24. And I'm just like, that comes from such a place of ignorance. And she will learn. Yeah. She fucking will. She's just trying to be an inspiration. 
Yeah, and look, I get it. She girl boss too close to the sun. She it happens did. to the best of us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. I do did. understand that. I don't think yeah. she deserved the abuse, but I think it's such a layered. Oh, it's so it's layered. such a layer, yeah. and I think that's the thing with Twitter. Like, it's a flash in the pan. It's a funny, like, you know, with Twitter and all this other kind of stuff. It's there is very lighthearted, yeah. and then there's people who are dissecting it, and then there's loads of people who are coming out with education about it. That that's, but that's the thing. If you're gonna call somebody out. Make it that the lesson is going to be learned. Mm-hmm. Don't just fucking spit vitriol. Like, it's a little bit... Like, some of the tweets that I saw were fucking horrible. Yeah, but they like, always are. What is the point? Like, yeah. if, you're try- if you're pissed off that somebody's ignorant towards something, make the lesson be learned. And that's what I mean. I think she will learn yeah. from it. Yeah. Even though, like, I know this is the second time and she's... Like you said, she pointed towards the fact that she got blasted for it before. But... Say with stuff that's happened, even to me, over the last couple of years, where I would have been like, you know, taking the piss out of bloggers for doing certain things. You know, just talking about shit that I was fucking ignorant to. Like, I didn't really look much into white privilege, like, before Before the last two years. (laughs) You know, like, that kind of thing. And I've learned so fucking much. Like, there's always room for, for that to happen. And I just think, like, not everybody fucking knows everything off the bat. No, they don't. Look, as I said, I think it's more of a Laird issue. I think people's outrage and people's um, concern comes from the amount of people who want to be her. Mm. And I think it's more of a yeah, a reflection yeah. on society about, like, she is held up as a role model. Nobody asks to be a role model. I argue this all the time. Yeah, yeah. Nobody asks to be a role model. You kind of just get given, you know. But Molly May did ask to be famous. She did. And I think mm. this is people, and I, I, you know, I talked a little bit about it, but I talked about it from a different <clears throat> perspective because we were watching Hype House. Mm. And I was t- talking about it more, the fact that she tries to get away from the influencer tag when that's exactly what she is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just don't feel like people should, I think you should always, you know, be honest about where you started. You didn't, you're not a fucking fashion designer, love. Yeah, yeah. You're a skinny blonde who wears clothes well. Yeah. Went on Love Island, mm-hmm. do you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's very layered. We'd be here all night. We would, we would. It's a whole different subject in itself. Yeah. What quick opinion, what did you think of the L Darby thing? What? The L Darby thing? Um like <clears throat> we have all and you would be if you're listening and you're like, I haven't, yeah, every single person has said some fucked up shit as they were growing up. There she was, was things 12. that were yeah, there was things that were acceptable. To us, they were never acceptable. They were acceptable to us in our, you know, slang and the stuff that we used to say and all that other kind of crack. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make it okay. No. None of it makes it okay. But I think with the L Darby stuff, I don't know too much about it, but I do know that there has been other instances closer to her age now. And I think the old tweets were just trying to confirm her new attitude, you know, in that way. So I think that's why it wasn't like they had just, I, I, from what I gathered, I only read like, a little bit up on it but yeah. as far as I'm aware this is kind of to prove a pattern oh, well, then it was to be different. like let's pull this shit out when she was 12 14 whatever yeah um but I think from some of the tweets that I've seen the outrage again is around influencer culture and mm. this yeah, bubble th- that we are all living in on the internet yeah you see the only reason why I even brought that up is because I did see a tweet and it was like um 
you, it was something along the lines of like, yeah, but you have a platform and you're saying these things on your platform. And I felt like writing back to her going, this tweet is from when she was 12 fucking years old. Yeah. She did not have a platform when she was 12 years no. old. And I'm not saying <clears> what she said was right because it fucking wasn't. Yeah. But like you said, we have all said stuff in the past that was acceptable to us, especially before you even hit your fucking teenage years. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Like you literally had Big Brother and the whole Jade Goody, she'll be shetty thing. Yeah. Like... I saw a video came up on TikTok the other day and it was, um, you know, your one Joe, S Club 7 or Steps, I yeah, don't fucking know mix S them up. Seven, yeah. uh, and her and Danielle Lloyd and Jay Goody had go, uh, like ganged up on Shil Pachetti and yeah. they were doing an accent and yeah. they were talking about. Uh, they called her Papadom, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah. they were talking about the smell of the food that she made and um, didn't want to touch her hand because it's like they don't wash their hand. Something like that was really fucking ignorant stuff towards yeah. Indian people. And like that was aired on TV, and that's that was like after when that tweet would have been made. Do you know what I mean? It was like fucking shit. We've learned a shit ton over the years. Yeah, we really have. And like I'm starting to hate the word woke because it's taken away from what it actually fucking means. Yeah, because that that is being woke. It's learning that shit over the years and correcting it and learning about it and educating yourself and yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, good chat. Do you have a <laughs> song for the week? <laughs> have I got one? Will I, I, I do. One? I do. Sorry, my Spotify's not loading. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry about that. Sorry about that. Carla's stomper of the week. Okay. Do, 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 do. Just doing the elevator music here. Have you got it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we are going to one of my favorite artists of all times, Tanache. Tanache. I love her. I feel like she's one of those people. She's like. Um, well, Normani's getting her, she's getting her profile. She will. Normani will be a star. I will see to it myself. But Tanache, I feel like, never reached her peak either. Right. Um, so this one's from Tanache, one of my favorite artists. It's called How Many Times. It's with Future. It's just a bit of a bop. And she's got such an R&B voice. Right. I'm obsessed with her. Can There's a part in it. Well, it's, 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 I'm trying to find. There's a part in it, and he just starts making noises. He's like, I've never heard this song. Like, imagine how how much money did he get fucking paid for that? Starting a little fucking side gig. Hey, you're writing a song there. Do you want me to come? That could be anyone. I know. It could be any. How much money did he get paid for that? I want to know Future's net worth. He's got. He makes money. I've never heard that song before in my life. No, it was off her album. She never released it. Right. Um, but it's just a bop. It's like a real smooth again, like a. Get into a smooth song and then Future comes in being like, Fair play to your Future. Absolute multitude of talent. Thanks a million for listening. We're going to go and record our Patreon episode now. What are we talking about on Patreon? Sayings that don't make fucking sense. Sayings that don't make sense. <laughs> Sayings that don't make sense. It, like, there'll be more, you know, like, we'll fill an hour. It'll be grand. Uh, thanks a million for listening <laughs> and we'll chat to you next week. Bye.